Yo, this is the Ancient Texan. It's kind of near the end of the year. Um, I kind of want to take a look back and imagine that I'm 500 years in the future and say, you know, what characterized the, the spirit of the time that I lived in and kind of imagine the spirit of the time that we're going into. And I really think there's a shift in the world at the moment. Um, and I think it could go one of two ways. But if I had to look back over the 50 years um, since I had my first course in economics, I was in college, my career started, and even the memories I have of that, I'm in my 70s. How would I characterize the period that I lived in? I think I would say it was the age of science, maybe science slash engineering. We made incredible progress in science and in quality of life um, over the last 50 to 70 years. We want to give that credit to, you know, Democrats or Republicans. I think they had very little to do with it. It didn't make much difference who was in power. We want to give credit to government. The government did this stuff. And the companies did this stuff. And people did this stuff. I think science, the methodology that is science, is responsible for the progress. And it's not just science by itself, but the belief that science could be used to solve problems. Now, unfortunately, we use most of that science to increase productivity and make more stuff. And we've got this materialism that uh, because we could do it, we did it. And I think there's some backlash from that. But I think the science ability to solve problems, and this I'm talking over a phone that goes to a Wi-Fi system that connects to the whole world. That is so unfathomable uh, early in my life, and it still it just amazes the crap out of me. Tesla's going to electric cars, and China is surveilling their one billion people. And 1984 is now possible. For those of you that don't know about the book, look at what China is doing to the Uyghurs and their system of awarding people for being good citizens based on observations on video systems. We've harnessed the power nuclear weapons wipe it ourselves off the planet that happened right before I was born 
can also make uh, nuclear power. But see, there, there's an example of us losing confidence in science. We had problems with nuclear power. It was new technology. The world's advanced. Everybody's building nuclear reactors. Not everybody, but a lot of people. You know the ones that are going to be global warming? It's the ones that have nuclear energy as a foundation for their source of energy. Look at France. 70% of their energy comes from nuclear power. Denmark's building nuclear reactors. And they're building a place to cavern below ground to store the waste which we did in Carlsbad but our not in my backyard people stopped that progress but we've gone you know our health advances are incredible and their understanding of what's happening in the body and our social you know has not gone so far as far as you know everybody having access to medical but if you're a rich person America is usually where you come to to get medical treatment poor people <laughs> too bad that's America so I look at this period as being you know my lifetime we had faith in science and it could solve problems but now <clears throat> I think we're going to transition and here's here's an example when we talk about global warming we talk about the government solving the problems like we have all the answers and the government just has to you know flip the switch spend the money and the problem solved my assessment is we don't know what the crap we're doing yet we know how to make solar panels and windmills we're starting to get battery technology to buffer out the ups and downs. We're talking about putting in new networks, but those are kind of like pieces to a big puzzle that we don't know how to put together yet. And are we talking about doing more in R&D and science and engineering to kind of come up with a plan? No, we're turning it over to... Um, Uncle Biden, and he knows best. Uncle Biden doesn't know squat about the science and the technology and how the big plan looks like. And the government people putting together the plan on, on the Hill don't know what the hell they're talking about. They get special interests like people that, you know, do electric cars, which I'm not against electric cars, but... You can't make your team out of people that have commercial interest uh, in which path we go down. The most obvious one is put a carbon tax and let the market figure out how the, you know how to make it happen, which is I have a lot more confidence in the market uh, that will invoke science because different companies will come up with ways to attack the problem of keeping carbon out of the air and the government won't be making the plan. It'll be individual companies, which is uh, still not where I'd like it to be. I'd like to have the National Science Foundation uh, fully funded 
you know, like 1% of our national gross national product goes into R&D about how to, you know, understand global warming, understand and develop a plan for dealing with it. Kind of have a faith in science and engineering to address this, not faith in the government to spend enough money to solve this. Um, so that's a, maybe a little bit of a weak example. But here's another one. Vaccines. I'm a really good scientist, but I know squat about vaccines. And yet, about 40% of our society has become experts on vaccines. And they think they know what's happening. They're not having trust in scientists and their science. And there's some, you know, Pfizer and Moderna uh, are all big companies with vested interests. So I, I grant there's reason to have suspicion. But, uh, you know, there's six, eight teams that have come up with uh, vaccines all around the world. All special interests, but all working toward the same problem. I generally trust people and think people are good. Doesn't mean that people don't have some, you know, side motives going on. But I'm not a vaccine expert and I'm not a conspiracy theorist because I know what I don't know. There's a lot of people now that know or think they know and they're not having any kind of faith in science. And you can go to the extreme of having faith in science where it's like a religion. Because that's the period before my time. I got right in the tail end of that. My parents were very religious and I was raised in a fundamentalist religion. Took too long to get out of that. But that's what it is. That would be, you know, time before me I would call the age of religion. My time period, I would say, was the age of science and having faith in the scientific method. But I think that's disappearing. All these conspiracy theories reflect a lack of belief. And we say it's in the government, the establishment, but always behind the government. And, you know, maybe I'm biased because I'm an engineer slash scientist. Um, I think we always depended that science would solve our problems and they would come up with solutions uh, if only funded by the government. I think we're losing or have lost that viewpoint. Now people question everything the scientists say and they've become self-proclaimed experts that they know this stuff. They're part-time, you know, during the football TV commercials, they read an article and they're now experts on vaccines, climate change, economy, inflation, whatever the, you know, pandemic. We have 
half our country is experts at almost everything. And they believe they know. So that that's kind of anti-science spirit. There's a big assumption in science is you have a theory like atomic theory blue two two cities off of the planet and yet that was still called a theory because a scientist always knows that he doesn't know and that he's now dealing with the best explanation the smartest people in the field can come up with it's been discussed peer reviewed and it's still theory status because we know that whatever we know or think we know that tomorrow's discoveries and new evidence will change the details of what we think we know and in some cases it you know goes from newtonian physics to quantum theory and the way we look at things is completely different talking quantum computers now i've read about it but i'm not going to be a make believe scientist like i understand it because i don't but as a scientist i'm pretty good at knowing what i don't know and even having a healthy feeling and belief that even what i think i know is only partial and it's only one step down this infinite corridor of understanding and i think we're that humility that's required to be a scientist and faith in the methodology of proposing testing evaluating reformulating new theories updating theories taking a step forward in your knowledge and that whole methodology and belief in that methodology um i think's going away and this is you know robert odel speaking here but i think we're on the verge of going to a new age and i can see one of one of two directions one is a you know new age of compassion that's my optimistic scenario where we realize that we're one with the universe and that we're just part of the web of life we're a little piece in the web of web of life and then we're all interconnected all the animals and everything is all tied together and that if we don't help the people that have you know covid in africa it's going to come back and bite our ass we understand that the other possibility is we're going into an age of blame age of hate blame um nazis what do they do they blame the jews they blame the rest of the world for their problems in germany look at the way we look at immigrants 
white power, black power. No, I think it's the same. I think you can go too far. It doesn't matter which direction you're going in. And I think there's some value, for instance, in learning our history and knowing it, learning from it. But I also think that it's real hard to back up in time and fix what happened. We can address the problems in front of us, like right now. Uh, if you're black or Latino, odds are you're not going to get a good education, and you're going to have a really, really crappy start in life. That shouldn't exist, and part of it's not understanding our history. And, but I'm not sure if you make someone sit down and read a history book on, you know, the life of a slave and how it all got started. That's going to exactly affect um, how the legislatures vote, you know, dis to distribute tax money to fix our schools. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I quite get the link there, but yeah, more education the better. To solving problems, but this whole area of, of compassion and uh, the philosophy of that we're interconnected, that's kind of diametrically opposed to the Christian view that, you know, God set us, we don't say it, but we kind of think God set us white people in charge here to run the whole nature thing, all of the races, and we're in charge. That's kind of the white evangelistic uh, religion. And I know there's, you know, black churches too. But they're... It's like... <laughs> the paintings are of a white Jesus, a white God in the sky. White angels... white Barbie <laughs> it's kind of all the same thing uh, and I think the age of science actually had a chance to look at things you know more objectively but we kind of went through there and we got the benefits and now we're coming out the other side and we're kind of discarding this idea of continual growth and exploration and learning and we're going somewhere new Democrats are at the moment are thinking the government's going to solve all our problems Republicans are saying we're spending too much and we've got to get back in charge of the world and change do some more gerrymandering I hear the Democrats are now trying to take a whack at that in Wisconsin. Democracy's kind of on the... People don't believe in democracy. <laughs> Both sides, really. You know, like when Trump won, it, he, he won f with a system, you know, electoral college, but... Uh, we haven't had the willpower to change that system. 
kind of getting what we deserve. They still got a lot of votes, a lot of power there. Now we've got the amount of votes and Republicans don't believe in the vote. So there's a you know, loss of faith in the system. Science is just maybe just part of that. But I look back at you know, what made the changes in the world we live in. My answer was science. And we had an age of science that was really golden, where our advances were absolutely incredible. And those advances, if applied to mankind uniformly, uh, did, and they could have made a lot bigger difference in the world. Now we're moving into a period of one side, and I think that's unfortunately the minority, this idea of compassion and interconnected web of life. And the other side is let's blame someone that's outside our tribe for the problem. And blame takes a whole lot of different faces. Nazism is the you know one of the uglier faces. But there's a lot of other forms of blame, blame others. Anyway, this is uh, kind of my ponderings at the end of this uh, year. But I think we're kind of coming to the end of the age of science. And I think we're going off on some dangerous belief systems uh, that is not going to make this world better. I think in general the belief in science has made has given us a chance for a lot of progress, a lot of technology, the ability to do a lot of good. Not that we've always used it <laughs> the power for good. But it's given us the gift and we've used it well in some cases. But I think we're entering an age age of blame, especially if we go there. Um, we're not going to have good things coming out of that. There's not going to be anything good coming out of that uh, that's going to help us make the world better. The world's going to go south from my way of thinking. The other, I do see a spirit where people are starting to understand that we're all interconnected. I think that's a minority at the moment. And I think uh, I'd like to see in my mind some way that we could, you know, learn from what's happening to the planet and what's happening to our country to see that we're all interconnected and that when you hunker down inside your tri tribe and think you're superior or if you're just angry if you don't even think you just feel anger and it's directed at people outside of your tribe I don't care what tribe you're in it's just not uh, going to be helpful 
I think we're in an age where connecting with other people is difficult. We've been subdivided down to not only to tribes, but to individuals that are alone uh, and operating completely independently. And that sounds like, you know, I'm talking about a gunman, but it's also about some, you know, poor teenage kid that, uh, usually white male teenage kid that commits suicide. We've divided ourselves down in more and more self-centered, competitive spirit. Um, and we've dismissed the value of connectivity. We've subdivided the tribes down to one person. Um, that whole direction is the wrong direction. Uh, we need to go back to group living and being more inclusive. It's all part of the compassion thing and the network philosophy. That's a whole other talk on its own. But I, I liked. I see that spirit in the world, but it um, it's a small nucleus. Let's hope it grows. This is the ancient Texan. Hope you have a good one, and hope this made a little bit of sense. Namaste. Yo, this is the Ancient Texan signing off. An earthling that believes we are all part of a worldwide web. We are all part of us. There are no thems. Namaste. Namaste.